Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Folks, it's me, the Gorilla Comics, with my main man, CJ, working the airwaves. He's not working the airwaves because we're still Rogue News in exile, and we're still getting our stuff together. March 20th, we are officially back on the air. So 30 days, folks, 30 days from now, we'll be officially back on the air on ScrewTube, and you can find us over there. And uh, But we're happy to hear, and most importantly, RogueNews.com. You can catch us live every day at 11 a.m., pretty much 11 a.m. or 11.15 the latest, every single day on roguenews.com, roguenews.com, roguenews.com. If you want to interact with us, you can do so on Twitch, DLive, and whatnot. Uh, this broadcast will be re-uploaded and, and posted as well to, uh, what is that, Rumble? That's what it's called? Yeah, Rumble. Rumble, yep, Rumble. You know, so uh, with that all out of the way, Siege, there are so many things going on. The CIA-backed propaganda is on level 10, man. It's on level 10. Le- level 10. And so many examples, right, of, yeah. of, the, of the, the narrative that they're, they're atten- attempting to paint. And every time they do a crazy story, V, it gets taken apart, like, literally than less than an hour. <laughs> less than an hour, man. Less than an hour. It's unbelievable. Uh, I mean, you. Before we went live, we were talking <laughs> about the ghost of Kiev. <laughs> the ghost. The ghost. He shows the up. Ghost of. <laughs> the ghost of Kiev. If if folks don't know who the ghost of Kiev is, and uh, hey, what's up to everybody in the chat? I got my man Alan Kogapat. What's up, buddy? Josh O'Connor, Rose Crayons twenty two, Texas Tom Payne, Bilage guy. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Unbelievable. Good morning to every one of you. But if you haven't heard about the ghost of Kiev, see, why don't you tell them what the media was saying, who the who the ghost of Kiev is? Well, this story started circulating on the internet about this this Ukrainian uh, uh, fighter jet. Fighter. He was he was supposedly taking all these, he'd been on so many sorties, and he was ranking up these kills. He had taken down like five or six uh, Russian fighters, just just amazing fighting skills, and I, and I think it's up to like twelve or fourteen now. That apparently like eighteen kills, eighteen kills. He's at, he has eighteen registered kills. Uh, he's averaging like four per day. Yeah. Um, this guy's like a freaking rock star. You know? Yeah. Uh, American neocons and liberals were like tweeting out his name and calling him uh, 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 Samuel, right? Which is uh, the uh, Ukrainian version of Sam Hain from Halloween. But go ahead. Yeah, so so apparently again, and they're keeping this up. You can look like I think on CNN, the Independent, everyone has it on there. Like, who is the ghost of Kiev? Who is this mysterious Ukrainian fighter? Is he for real? <laughs> and they're showing like these videos. Like someone recorded like this video. Like this is supposedly him fighting and taking out. And it turned out to be a freaking video game. <laughs> it was a video game, and the dumbass media, <laughs> the dumbass media, ran with it. But, Siege, I have good news. We have the official photo of the ghost of Kiev, and I'm going to bring that up, Siege. I don't know if people are ready for this, but there is the, that's the ghost of Kiev, folks. <laughs> it's George Floyd. George Floyd, he's back. Watch out now. George Floyd, 
is the ghost of Kiev. There he is, right there. He's taking off his uh, combat helmet. We have discovered who the ghost of, the ghost of Kiev is, this mysterious fighter pilot <laughs> who's been racking up 18 kills on Call of Duty. I mean, I mean, not Call of Duty, but Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> it's George Floyd, folks. That's who it is. There it is. It's George Floyd. Uh, rest assured that his identity has been found. So I feel very happy about that, Siege. Yeah, glad he's been found. Uh, I have that video as well. Uh, v. Yeah, pull it I up, can, man. Let me pull that up real quick. because They get everyone a feel for what we're talking about here. So, Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Here we go. I won't share audio because I get echo for some reason. So it should be there now. So this is this is apparently the footage. Okay, this is the crazy footage of a MiG-29 of the Ukrainian Air Force shooting oh, down yeah. an Su-35 fighter. Oh, here yeah. we go. <laughs> look at the maneuver he does afterwards <laughs> the whole thing is a video game and put i mean they are <laughs> yes the, yeah there's no way a mig 29 especially the mig 29 variant that the yukis are flying is going to take out a su-35 there is no way on god's green earth is that ever going to happen but here we go. Yeah, look at this channel. Look at this channel. Hey, they have like your audio. See if it works. All right, give me a second. Yeah, two million views, V. Two yeah. million views of this thing. Okay, let me let me back out. And, and it's from DCS World. DCS World is the actual combat simulator that you could like, you know, go online and it's an online uh, uh, flight simulator. And a lot of guys get geeked out whether they buy the you know the rudder, the the control stick, the yoke, the yes. throttle. You know, you have a full-on uh, flight sim experience. So they literally took graphics and gameplay out of DCS, put it, imposed it into a sky and God knows where. It could be Ukraine. could be God knows anywhere in the world. And then they did this. Good. So okay, here it is, V, if you want to put, yeah, yeah, put yeah. it back on. I had to, here we go. There's There's George Floyd. <laughs> oh my God! This is this is the world, of, and, and and the media was absolutely ravenous with this ghost of Kiev. And that's not the other, the only story. There's the one from the island. What's the oh name of the, the top island, or what was the name of it there? That apparently uh, twelve or fourteen Ukrainian uh, military defended it. V, and they they, they died on the hill. They died on the hill. It turns out there's a photo of them on a bus. They were captured, and they're all still alive. <laughs> yep. The propaganda is just crazy, and yeah. unfortunately, V, people are buying into it. People are, you know, they they, they feel the they they feel empowered, V, because they're now officially using the hashtag support Ukraine. Support Ukraine. The same assholes who told you about we're it's only going to be we're, we're only shutting down for two weeks, right? Ten days to flatten the curve. The same idiots who told you about masks. The same idiots who told you about vaccines. The same idiots who told you about uh, about everything. They lied to you from day one. 
look, media has always lied, and they've lied in every single country. But there is, I don't think there's anywhere in the world a more egregiously heinous, evil media that exists with the express purpose of destroying the lives of their own citizenry than the media that, that than the media that we have siege. Oh there's yeah, no, I mean, no other way. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's the only way they can they can warrant the propaganda is by putting enough fear, putting enough uh, enough emotions out there, V, enough enough emotions to get people to say, yes, we we need to fully support this. Do do whatever it takes. Go spend the billions of dollars on this. And, and the crazy part is, you know, it, it's hard to laugh because it's, it's, it is serious, but it's so it's so dumb and people are buying into it. And, and you you listen to the mainstream media and they're telling you that Putin is is trying to bring back the Russian Empire and he's he's Adolf Hitler and other countries are next. But V, they're not backing down the, the sanctions, the weapons that have utmost just been you know guaranteed from the EU that they're going to put the bill for and uh, <clears throat> ship them in this. I, I don't see this de-escalating any, anytime soon. No, I, 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 this is uh, this rhetoric, and you know the, the the Germans have all of a sudden just you know backtracked the whole. We're going to send weapons over there. That, that that's been backtracked. Uh, I don't know how they're going to get weapons in. The Russians have the entire country surrounded. They have closed out the airspace. A lot of this talk about smuggling weapons and funding weapons is is, is at this point virtue signaling. And here's the here's the point. Like this is from our buddy Andre the Saker. Let me bring this up real quick. And this map right here. Okay, let me just blow it up. Boom. This is the cauldron that everybody's been talking about. Everybody's been talking about um, the cauldron and how you know the Russians have encircled every major city. Uh, 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 Kratov has fallen. Okay, that is the second largest city in Ukraine that's already been captured. The Russians are doing dust-up operations there. And then there have Kiev surrounded. We have uh, uh, Vladimir Klitschko, the mayor of uh, the boxer, and the mayor of Kiev has admitted, he blurted out, leaked it, that, yeah, Kiev is pretty much surrounded. The Russians have made a a way out for the civilians to leave. This is probably the most gentle military operation I've ever seen. They're going through great lengths to... um, um uh you know to 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 say that um um uh, they're going to great lengths to avoid civilian casualties here right mm-hmm. yep yep and this map right here it shows how the russians were coming in and squeezing squeezing and right now that black line that the saker has drawn is about 100 kilometers from the recent as of this morning that's probably been reduced to about 30 to 40 kilometers as of this morning and within that that circle, this cauldron, is about 100,000 U- Ukrainian soldiers, okay? And then you have the blue circle over here. If you, you all could see the blue circle. Yeah, let me, let me see right there, right? Where my mouse cursor is right there. That's Mariupol, right? Mariupol is in that area. That is where a lot of the atrocity <clears throat> is going uh, that is happening, okay? A lot of the atrocity is happening, and the Russians have been... Uh, telling the Nazis, the Azov Brigade that is controlling Mariupol, and they've held in, the latest reports is they have held in the civilian population there. right? They've closed them in and said, you can't leave, and if you try to leave, we'll kill you. And they have killed civilians trying to escape. So the Russians are, are in a conundrum. And they're trying to tell the civilians, look, if you can't escape, try to find 
you know, going to the basement, trying to hide, try to try to do something because they're not going to, you know, let the Azov Brigade just nest there and and, and not do it, right? And um, and 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 they're they're not going to let that happen. So Mariupol is going to be the only sticky one. And you know the Russians have taken casualties; they've taken a few hundred casualties. There's no doubt about that. Nobody's denying that. And they're doing it because they're doing it so carefully, right? And 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 the speed of this war. This is day five, folks. Day five. You know, there's a lot of people in Western media like, huh, looks like they're stuck in a quagmire. They forget that the United States in um, right after 9-11 in 2003, when we went back into Baghdad for the second time, we went back into Iraq, right? Because we've got to hunt them down. We've got to bring them to justice. We're going to smoke them out, right? When we went into Iraq for me- weapons of mass distractions, okay, weapons of mass distraction, it took us three weeks to get to Baghdad, okay? The people forget that the, 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 when we had the war under... You know, uh, Bill Clinton. Uh, when I, I told you right now, uh, I remember very carefully when I had that war, and uh, you know, I had to distract the world from Monica giving me blowjobs under the table and <laughs> the old. And the, uh, I called it the oral office. <laughs> I tell you right now, V. Uh, uh, it took us uh, seventy-eight days uh, to, you know, uh, we we did that whole entire coup against uh, Yugoslavia. That's right. You know, that whole thing, we got to get rid of uh, Slobodan Milosevic. Yeah, uh, I told Milosevic, look, man, here's the deal. Either you leave power or you gonna, or I'm going to hit you with one of my cigars. And uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, Milosevic, he left. He left, and uh, uh, we were victorious, and uh, the world was distracted. <laughs> it took us 78 days with Yugoslavia. It took us, I don't know how many weeks in Bosnia and, Her- and Herzegovina, the whole Kosovo war, the whole line. That took months, weeks. And we're five days in, and then people are crying, oh, well, 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 they're, they're in a quagmire. They're, their supplies are stretched in. They're, ret- <laughs> they're retreating. <laughs> Look, dude, we're living in an alternate reality from these idiot people, Siege. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just. I, I think that we shared the video on our on our uh, text V, but there's a gentleman who's in the Ukraine who is mapped out and specifically said, "Listen, I'm I'm walking through the city streets here, and I feel perfectly safe. Look, we have electricity, we have running water, yeah, we have internet, yeah, all these things. And if if Russia was seriously going for the jugular, oh, yeah. we wouldn't have these things. There'd be no, major you attempt- wouldn't." Yeah, go ahead. You would, and here's the here's the here's the thing, man. Right? What people fail to realize is is, is this: um, in Crimea, when 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 Crimea voted, because I got I got I got to phrase this properly because most Western listeners don't understand what the f is going on here. Russia did not take over Crimea, but when Crimea voted, because they realized that you know falling in line with the Ukro-Nazis, the Nazis in Ukraine, the Nazis in Kiev, that it is better to, uh, um, uh, to, to, to go along with, um, um, with Russia than the Ukrainians. They voted to go. That Ukraine shut down, and then they shut off the fresh water supplies to Crimea, which has always been a problem. 
Russians go in just the other day. They reopened and restarted the freshwater supply for Crimea. So now they, they're able to drink fresh water again. Now, here's the funny thing, Siege. Russia's in there. They haven't taken, they, they could at any moment take down Ukraine's internet. They never did it. They could have done that. They could have really went in there, cut down the power, cut down the internet. It would have been boom, 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 boom. But they're, they're not doing that, right? And even though the Russians have not shut off the Ukraine's internet, guess what Western media is doing? They're shutting down RT. They're shutting down Sputnik. Bingo. They're shutting down any outfit that, that's giving, again, a contrary theory. So who are the communists here, Siege? Who are the totalitarians mm. here? Mm. Mm. Man. And, and that's the big thing. That's the big thing. Here's from the Chinese embassy in Russia. You know, the, the, the red Chinese, the evil Chinese that, uh, that are, you know, if you listen to Western media, are right now committing genocide. I, I love how the West throws that word around, genocide, right? Genocide. Among the 248 armed conflicts, folks, that occurred in, 19, in, in 153 regions across the world from 1945 to 2001, 201 were initiated by the U.S., accounting for 81% of the total number. Okay. We may have 81%. lost the image, V, the the image, if you have something up on screen. I don't think it's there. Oh, there you go. Did you see it now? Mm, still blank. Still blank? I, mm -hmm. That's weird. Yeah, maybe stop the screen sharing and bring it back. Okay. All right, I'll bring it in again. It, it, people on Twitch, do you see it, an image or anything? Maybe it's maybe it's my screen. Maybe I need to refresh. Perhaps it's your screen. Sorry, I just broke our flow majorly, didn't I? No, it's okay. <laughs> we'll get we it back. We do this live. You know, we do this live. See, not we'll, we'll edit this part out, V. We'll Who edit. Cares? <laughs> we'll keep it raw. People, people know. See, uh, yeah, Green saw it. He did. Started. Okay. Well, I yeah. saw the first one. Okay. Well, maybe it's just me then. Okay. Keep going. My bad. Keep going. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the, the, the people that are out, so the Chicoms that are, according to the West, according to the morons in, in the Western government who who distract you with fake stories and narratives so they can rob, rape, and pillage and destroy your future, your livelihoods, your existence, right? And I think Matthew Eretz said it best. America is a country on fire, and Russia and China are the water that can help put that fire out, okay? You know, these miscreants that run the West, they don't tell you that, okay, that's a total lie. That that whole story of, of, of slaughtering Uyghurs is a bunch of utter nonsense. But they keep propagating it over and over and over and over again. Irrespective of the fact that the number one singer right now in China is a Uyghur woman. Irrespective of the fact that you know, since China was in the in, in, in you know, in uh, Zhangjiang, where the Uyghurs are, they went from 800 mosques to 20,000 mosques. Their average life expectancy went from 55 to 72. Right, their their the children are being uh, educated at a high level. They have access to all the top universities. They've never been part of the one-child policy. They especially, you know, I mean, it, it goes on and on and on, it goes on and on and on. Right. So it, it's amazing to me that you know, if you read George Orwell's book, right, the people in Oceania had no idea what was going on in East Asia. Right, they had no idea. All they know is that Oceania has always been at war with East Asia. And East Asia is a place of barbarians. And that is exactly what our media is doing. Because the Russians, again, could have went into Ukraine. They could have shut down the Internet. They could have, you know, shut down the... But they're not doing that. The ones that are shutting down the Internet. The ones that are going after RT. The ones that are going after with DDoS, uh, DDoS attacks against, like, Sputnik and RT and all the other news agencies. It's the West. 
It's absolute insanity. Absolute insanity, Siege. So much insanity. And the sad part is that they're willing to allow the Ukrainian people to be sacrificial lambs through this feed. That's that to me that's is the just sick part, man. That's the really sick part that they absolutely have no concern at all uh, for the people of Ukraine. They're willing to give them, you know, whenever he says, hey, you know what, we're not allowing people and men right now to leave the country and everyone needs to come up, you know, pick up a weapon and get ready when they know, in fact, that there's no uh, immediate threat in the um, the cities and threats to the individuals. It's more so just the the narrative that's being built for this. And I had a I had a suspicion V when he, he called for this this meeting that's taken place. It took place uh, the, the, this morning. But I, th- I think that's just that's just a smokescreen. I don't I don't think he has any, any intention at all. And primarily V that we've discussed for several years is, is due to the amount of corruption yeah. and fraud that they've gotten away with uh, in the Ukraine. Uh, Zelensky, he's no different than than Pelosi. Like he he's all of a sudden he went from comedian to a multi a million uh, millionaire, if not billions uh, um, the amount of money that he has laundered out there. And, and it's just, it's just so sad that they're going to make the people pay. And, and the U S and the West is, is, is not afraid to go scorched earth on Ukraine. They don't care the one bit about, about the people, not one bit. And you know, the sick part, man, the sick part is not only do they not care about Ukraine, but there's one country in, in Europe that they want to see destroyed as well in the process. If they can wipe out Ukraine, they don't. Ukraine's a sacrificial land. It's another point on the chessboard. They want to destroy Germany. They want to contain Russia, and they want to destroy Germany. Germany is the only productive, manufacturing-based country in the EU that has never outsourced its physical production-based economy. Never got rid of it. They decided to keep it. They're like, no, we're going to keep it. And this is why we enjoy such wonderfully made German components from Siemens, uh, German, uh, uh, you know, uh, electronics and sound systems. And, and my personal favorite, see, German automobiles. Okay? It's a reason why. And they want to destroy that. They understand that Germany and Russia is a perfect fit. The globalists understand that United States, Germany, and Russia are a perfect fit. That's why they keep us all apart. And it's incredible to me that right now the, uh, the I forgot the name of the woman, but she's like the, one of the heads over at the EU. Um, forgive me for for forgetting her name. Uh, Van Liger, her name is right. She was out there, literally saying that it's okay for the European people to pay a little bit more to ensure the price of freedom. By them going after Russia, by them. Uh, uh, um, Sanctioning the central bank, okay. Sanctioning, uh, you know, Cyberbank, which is basically a state-owned bank in Russia, Cyberbank, S-B-E-R, Cyberbank. Sanctioning them, and 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 not sanctioning the, the the funds that they have in Russia, but sanctioning the three hundred billion that they have in offshore funds, which is a wartime act, which is completely illegal. And knowing that if they move ahead with sanctioning uh, Russia and getting them off of SWIFT, I'm going to touch base on the SWIFT in a little bit because there's a couple of aspects of SWIFT that most Americans don't understand because we still think we're the center of the universe here, Siege. You mean we're not? Damn it, V. 
Damn you. God, I'm going to leave the live stream right now. I'm leaving right now. We're, 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 not, we're, not the, we're not the indispensable nation. Shit. No, no, no. All no. Right. All right. Russia is showing that, they're, that the U.S. is very dispensable. Okay, very dispensable. Now, this is $300 billion that they have out there. Now they want to go ahead and they want to sanction the central bank. They want to, they're threatening to you know, kick the Russians off of SWIFT. All of which will do nothing but destroy energy prices in, in Europe to make it so exorbitant that they will not even be able to keep the lights on. Let's just say, and here's the thing, let's just say you are some sort of a, a, an autocrat. You're some sort of a, 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 a well-to-do person in Europe. Right? Well, if energy costs are up, guess what also starts to idle siege? Factories. Mm. Production. Mm. People are just thinking about electricity. People don't understand that trucks don't move. Planes don't move. Ships don't move. Factories don't work. Power plants shut down. And people are going to be freezing in the cold. And then on top of that, we have the whole fertilizer situation where there is a dirt and fertilizer. And granted, there's going to be some shockwave. There's going to be some, some tremors in the Russian economy, right, from all of this happening. There's going to be some bumps and bruises to the ruble, to the Russian stock market, the whole nine yards. But here's the thing. Nobody is going to starve in Russia. Nobody is going to freeze in Russia. They are the largest energy exporter, the largest energy producer on the planet Earth, and they're the largest agricultural and food producer with the, with the biggest net, net export of food in the world as well. They're not going to starve. They're not no, going to freeze. Not at all. Not at all. Will be. The go ahead. I'm sorry. Yep. No, go ahead, yep. buddy. No, I was just going to say the resilience that, that most people don't understand is that, you know, Russia as a whole has been through this, okay? that yeah. They understand the significant amount of, of loss of life, and that's what particular that they're, they're working towards. That's why when, when uh, uh, Tim uh, Kirby comes on and, and he talks about what Russia is doing to try to, you know, either give farmland out or get people to move there, it's because they lost complete generations, Yes. Through World War II, they lost complete generations and then pivot when post-Russia collapse. People weren't having babies. They could barely feed themselves. Yes. So they went through this entire resilience of, of being hardened, being like stoned in to living without, to going without the essentials of, of bread, water, those things. Compare that to where we are, where our kids are, where our where our militaries and they're saying that right now it's it's so weak because they're getting it's difficult for to, for them to find people to get through basic training because they because they're now they're the participation trophy kids are now growing up yeah. and they're and they're participating in these programs where they don't have a v they don't have the skills essential because they were able to get on a, on a computer and sit there for hours on day and they don't understand the likelihood so so the russian people have been through this i, I guarantee that putin is going to get a lot of a pushback uh, business and everything, but they they understand. To me, uh, in my opinion, the importance of this of of Russian of of sovereignty of of Russia and understanding the fact that what was happening in Ukraine has it it didn't happen overnight. It's been several years that there's been that. That's why it's it's a fact. Um, you know, in, in regards to the installation of these biological and 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 chemical worth uh, labs that were in ukraine it, it, you know most do you see that in western media you don't hear that at all v no 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 we can't talk about that no we we, we definitely can't talk about that at all 
And you did see you, you touched a very valid point, man, that most people don't don't realize. Russia fought a war of annihilation, right? They 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 fought a a, a total war of annihilation in World War II. And nobody, right? And and they lost an entire generation out of it. And nobody in the West even thanked them for it. We benefited off of that. And nobody thanked them. It's unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Well, and again, it's it's going to take years upon years to rever- reverse uh, here here in the United States uh, because what we're seeing right now is an alignment. Yeah. And, I, and I say this time and time again, we're seeing the alignment of both uh, Democratic and Republican parties come together to to warrant this massive spending. It's it's the only time that we see, you know, we see government unity when it's time to go to war and, and try to get involved with these things. And there's very limited of any voices who are who are posing this, who are saying, hey, let's hit the pause button. Let's think about this. We're hearing the rhetoric ratcheted up. They're saying, hey, ban them from SWIFT, uh, kill their energy sector, uh, you know, <laughs> send in weapons and, 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 and issuing a no fly zone. Do, do these people not understand that they're not dealing with the with the Afghanistans? They're not dealing with, you know, people in, in caves That's and, they're, and thinking. They, they, they're thinking that it's the same war from the Middle East. And, and it's not. It's not at all. Right. Absolutely right, man. And what and what angers me the most. And, and again, it's hard not to be you know mad at, at the American people for not understanding it. But I it's kind of odd that here Russia does this and I'm not. I'm not saying it was the right thing to do. It could have been prevented. I've said that numerous times. But V, there's absolutely nothing that is ever said about about the situation going on in, in, in Yemen, where there's been an illegal war against a sovereign country for years upon years. And the death toll there, I want to say it's probably upwards of, of close to half a million people uh, that have died. Look, look at, the, look at the, the, the situation in Syria. Look at the fact that you have a country like Israel that continues to to military escalate things on a yeah. sovereign country. Where's the outcry? Where's where's the uproar in, in regards to the things that are taking place? You don't hear it, but again, the American populace on a whole, not not our listeners, don't don't take it personal, but the American populace as a whole has been so dumbed down as a society that they're forced to believe anything that they read, they see on on their on their television and mainstream media. It's 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 just very unfortunate. That's what we're up against and that's why, you know, we continue to advocate and say that time and time again that I think the balkanization of the United States is is inevitable. I think it's, it is it's in the future, and the faster that we find ways to get there, probably probably the better. It, absolutely. This is the latest from our, our buddy Pepe Escobar. We gotta get. We will get Pepe on one day. I promise. Uh, this is how close. This is how you close a cauldron. This is what's left of the cauldron. All that red you see, that's Russian-controlled territory. The next step is denazification, even if that means house by house. This is huge. Absolutely yep. huge. Yep. And, you know, we got more. Pepe made a very important statement here. Uh, here it is. Uh, Ukrainian neo-Nazis hiding in schools in Mariupol. Here we go. Look at this. And, guys, uh, the Russians have released uh, Chechen special forces in the area. And if you know anything about the Chechens, they're the hardest MFers you could ever encounter on a battlefield. And there they are, hiding out in the school. In Mariupol, and they probably have uh, civilians inside. Yeah. For all we know. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. This is what the lying media, but the the lying media will show you 
Okay, the lying media will show you uh, <laughs> the ghost of Kiev. <laughs> they'll call you that. Here's something that's very important. We know that there are 12, okay, 12 or 13 um, bioweapons labs in Ukraine. Okay, and they had the, they had cutesy wootsy names each, like the National Health Initiative and Defense Laboratory. Such cutesy wootsy <laughs> names like that. National Health. These are U.S.-run bio level four bioweapons labs. Confirmed and reconfirmed, nine underground U.S. bioweapons labs in Ukraine were destroyed by Iskander missiles. No confirmation on the status of the other four labs. Russia asked Americans diplomatically for years to shut it down. Now I talk to Mr. Iskander. And there's other sources that have said this was done with thermobaric... Uh, deep penetration cruise missiles like the Iskander, but with thermobaric warheads, meaning when those missiles hit, they absolutely vaporized the area. So whatever the heck was in there has been absolutely engulfed in heat, basically sterilizing the whole damn thing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, Siege. But this is this is where we are, right? And, and here's a look at these bad mofos. They're here, man. They're here. Look at these bad mofos, right? There you go. Chechens are here. There you go. Chechens linking up with the... Uh, they're north of Kiev. They're linking up with the Russian country. Yeah, yeah, more. Yeah, more. They're ready. They're ready for action. <laughs> Well, yeah, and we're and we're seeing the alignment start to take place of countering uh, as as the situation escalates and we 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 move through this. And I, I hope at some point there could be a pause that you know calmer heads would prevail that they could get the table. I just I just don't see it happening, V. I, I because the 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 West uh, NATO is 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 all in. It's kind of like their last stand, and I don't think anyone's backing down from this conversation. And I think as we see this situation, the events unfold, I think there may be a certain point, and a lot of people have speculated on this, but I have a funny suspicion, V, that if, if, it, if it starts to get to a point where, let's say, for example, that a, an arms shipment from NATO is, is flown in and, and it gets shot down, because I firmly believe that Putin would, if, if he knows they're bringing in these, these, these uh, offensive weapons, yeah, I don't think he's going to let that take place. He, he, he can at this point. And and we see major events unfold where we do see, for some reason, let's say that that the U.S. military does get involved. I, I see a pivot. I see I see the the, the Chinese creating a, a potentially a, a new theater uh, in the South Pacific to Absolutely. to really have people get on on multiple fronts where they'd have a lot of difficulty support, supporting that. I'm, I'm that's complete speculation on my part, but I'm just I'm just saying I I think that there's a the chessboard is 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 wide open right now. Yep. 
And, and unfortunately, our leaders and the people that we have in positions have no business even sitting at the table. They have none. I mean, think about it. The, the West is insane, bro. I want you to think about this. Why is it? I want you to think about the dichotomy. I, I was giving a lot of thought to this, Siege. Why is it that in every Western social media outlet and every Western mainstream media outlet, all of it, they're going on and on and on about supporting Ukraine? Right, Ukraine. I mean, you see the the Facebook running Ukrainian flags and all these morons and whatnot who don't even who don't even know where Ukraine is on a map, but they're putting a Ukraine flag on it <laughs> on their on their social media uh, platform. I can't stand sheep like this. Yeah, people make me sick. Each idiot sheep, idiot sheep. So anyway, with all this support for Ukraine, why is no one asks this question, man? Why is Vladimir Zelensky? The comedian of Ukraine, right? Why is he right now the loneliest man, right, in the world? And, and, and let me give you an example of, of this. This is uh, Vladimir Zelensky's finest moment as 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 uh, as, a, as a human and as an individual. Let me let me pull this up, and then we'll get into the breakdown siege. Okay, I want to really. Show you the great president of Ukraine. This is who this is who they put in charge of Ukraine. Are you ready, Siege? I'm ready, V. Uh, put on your seatbelts, folks. The T C That is the great Vladimir Zelensky. <laughs> that is who the Western kleptocrats thought was the perfect person to run Ukraine. And now he's the isolate. He is the most lonely one is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. And Martin J. Over at Strategic Culture wrote, did it best in this article. He said, the baptism of fire from Western analysts and newsrooms that the invasion of Ukraine is unjust and that Putin will stop at nothing now. He's going to go nuclear siege and so-called quest to retake the former Soviet bloc countries. Where will it end? Poland, Hungary, the Czech Republic, one heart while millions nod their heads in a gangbang of blinded dogma and bigotry. If you care to look at the history and the nuances of what has happened in recent years, which provoked such a reaction from Putin, God forbid people look on the facts on the ground, right, Siege? God forbid they look at context and history and culture, all of the things that, that, that create the, and frame the conflict that we're witnessing today. God forbid people actually do that. Far as back as a decade ago when the West overthrew Gaddafi and created a war there, which it then backed with its own jihadists, okay, to missiles placed strategically by NATO in Romania and Poland. For example, reports recently as 2018, which were wrapped in a sugar coating of narrative for the op-ed writers in the West who talked about Russia no longer being the threat as the new enemy is Islamic terrorism, etc., etc. And Russia's like, why are you putting 
missile defenses that can quickly be reverted to offensive use capability right near our borders. Oh, that is to protect you, Mr. Vladimir Putin, from the threat of Iran. And Putin's like, what? The Russians like, what are you talking about, the threat of Iran? Well, if, there, if the Iranians were to shoot off a missile, we want to be able to intercept it over the Middle East. Therefore, in order to intercept the Iranian missile in the Middle East or the Iranian missile capability into Europe, we decided to put it in Romania. To which the Russians responded, well, if you want to do that, I'll tell you what. We will open up our borders. You could put your missile systems in our borders near the border of Iran. If you're, and you could man it. You could run it. You could do the whole thing. If you are so concerned about Iranian missiles. Oh, no, no, no. We can't do that, Mr. Putin. We can't do that. No, no, no. That, that, we, we like to keep it here in Romania. The jig is up. This is when the people realize that these, the, the, what the real intention of this whole entire thing is. All the while, the idiot media was out there saying that Islamic terrorism is the threat. Yeah. Western newsrooms are still trying to pull the wool over our eyes about Ukraine, simplifying and distorting the facts simply so, as they can get on with their jobs of producing fodder to keep them busy while serving their masters in government who chuck them a bone every now and again with a leaked report. <laughs> the so-called revolution in Ukraine, the Maidan, was a coup, folks. We all know that. Anybody with two brain cells to rub together will understand the United States State Department spent $5 billion to overthrow Yanukovych and instill a puppet regime in Ukraine. Now, this was all done to contain Russia. There are enough voices out there which called to what happened in Ukraine as a U.S.-backed coup. And Zelensky as the perfect, useful idiot. You see him. He's a comedian. He played a crazy comedian on Ukrainian TV. Even the Los Angeles Times put the boot in recently when just days before the invasion, it painted a picture with the new president as a near useless cretin masquerading as a political hero who has lost a colossus of political capital in recent months when the tension started to be pal- uh, you know, palatable last year. Will any Western hacks examine this further and look into the different accounts? Unlikely, as this gray zone is what nearly all the Western journals hate, as it represents the masses of work and going on against the grain of both the narrative and their own governments, but also the gray-haired chief's views in the newsroom. We saw this with Syria. Kudos to Peter Hitchens for standing alone and trying to offer a more objective point of view about the Ukraine invasion. I doubt if anybody will follow him. The story for the Western media has been written and neatly divided into binary portions of tainted narrative, which is egregiously cruel part of war. Truth usually is the first casualty when bullets start to fly. And that is the problem. Everything is damn binary in the Western media. And yet what happens with all this virtue signaling, with all that is happening, I mean, think about it. I just showed you a map where the the cauldron is about complete. Ukraine is literally days away from being under total control. And what is happening? Zelensky is the loneliest man in the world. Yet Western media, right? Western media is out there, you know, flagellating about "Ah, Ukrainian flag, support Ukraine, support Ukraine. And they're doing nothing to support him. None whatsoever, Siege.
None whatsoever. Yeah, it's <clears throat> and and I think here's here's the uh, unfortunate part is that the escalation that's happening right now is and we covered this last week in terms of the spin with this V in terms of what the impact is going to be to the economy, uh, to inflation. So it's, it's going to give a good cover for a while for oh, the yeah. current ad- administration. It's going to be very interesting to see what ha- transpires and hap- tomorrow night at the state of the union address. Oh God. And, yeah. And, and specifically how this is going to be uh, talked about. Uh, but I'm sure that when we get to that conversation that he gets to that conversation, you're, you're going to see massive applause in terms of, of, hey, why we need to support democracy and you know, all those words that, you know, resonate with the emotional side of, of, of our intellect. And it's, it's just it's just, again, just getting back to the, the impact of it economically. One of the things that, in, that was very interesting to take place was that Russia just announced, announced or not Russia, but Gazprom just announced that they're going to make good on their contracts yep. to, the, to, the, to, to Europe still. So if they're still, you know, putting purchase orders in. For natural gas, are going to deliver on those. So, who's the mature people through this? Who's who, who's the mature government through this as we're, we're evolving? Uh, but we have a huge uphill battle. V, we truly do. When they when they control the technology, the the tech giants, when they're able to literally shut down entire uh, news agency just for the benefit of controlling the narrative because they don't want it to be switched out. And it's going to be important for our listeners, you know, not only to to share our, our live streams, but also uh, the audience that is going to go follow those people who are doing the same thing, whether it's it's Pepe, uh, Escobar, uh, there's uh, anti-war, quite a few other news organizations that are attempting to counter the narrative that they want everyone to believe of what's transpiring in, in Ukraine. Yeah, absolutely. And the West Virtue Signals. This is Richard Moore. He's the head of the of the uh, of the MI6. That's their that's the UK CIA. With the tragedy and destruction unfolding so distressingly in Ukraine, we should remember the values and hard-won freedoms that distinguish us from Putin. None more than LGBT plus rights. So let's assume or resume our series of tweets to mark LGBTHM. 2020 LGBT do this jackass, this virtue signaling lawyer who's never fired a gun, never been in combat, doesn't know jack shit about jack shit. This idiot thinks that the entire Ukraine conflict is really about LGBT rights, just like these moron leftists think that uh, the, 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 the Rwandan genocide was about climate change, <laughs> okay. Or the, or, the, or the migrants getting in the caravans coming across the border by the droves is about climate change. You see, the left are all ideologues. And ideologues cannot change their ideology. This is why dealing with the West, I mean, Gus said it best, like dealing with, your, with, a, with like a crazy ex, a crazy ex-girlfriend. That's what, that's, that's what dealing with the West is. Why? Because as you s- stated, CJ, gas problem, the Russians are like, look, we still got these countries. Y'all want to do business or not? We can do it. And the West is a crazy psychopath who's literally trashing your car, keying up your car, flattening your tires, spray painting your room, breaking your furniture. Like, what are you doing? That's what the West is. So they're willing to literally kill Germans in the freezing bitter cold and starve out Europeans just so that they can protect their ideology. Then they say something stupid as, okay, we're going to kick the Russians off a of swift. 
Well, here's the here's the problem. This is against Wall Street and the city of London. Wall Street and the city of London told these idiots, do not kick the Russians off of SWIFT. Because they understand that you need the volume, seven trillion a day, you know, seven to eight trillion dollars a day that is coming in through SWIFT daily. You need that volume. Okay, you need those transactions, the activity, which all goes through Fedwire. SWIFT is the messaging service, the Fedwire is the mechanism and the system that shoots the money all over the world. So the SWIFT sells the instructions to, hey, uh, Bank A, send $100,000 uh, in, in euros to Bank B. SWIFT does that, right? But it's through, all of it is cleared through the Fed wire. Now, they, they need that volume from SWIFT through the Fed wire in order to in order as the backdrop to the bond fraud and the derivative fraud and the quantitative squeezing. We call it easing. I call it squeezing because that's what it does. The quantitative easing that the United States government does. They need all that. So cutting Russia out affects a great deal of capital inflow because it's got to go through where? The Fed wire. And now that money's not going to be there. Now the Fed's like, oh, shit, this is going to be a problem. There's going to be a great deal of increase in bond buying and dark dollar stashing that's going to be done by the ESF, the, Emer the, the Emergency Stabilization Fund, also known as the Plunge Protection Team. Now, here's the funny thing. The dumbasses in the West who think they're the center of the world, who think they're God's gift to humanity, these dumbasses, they they think they're so important. See, do, do you know how much money is put through the SWIFT daily? Rough estimate? Oh, not no, no clue. Seven to eight trillion. Do you know how much is put through the Chinese alternative to SWIFT, which is already open and active and countries around the world are already utilizing it? Can you take a guess? Ten trillion, close to twenty trillion a day. Holy shit! Wow. Twenty trillion dollars a day versus seven. Do you think the Russians are worried about being kicked off of Swift? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. There's an alternative, and this is what people don't understand. Oh, everything that they're going to do is going to harm us. You're going to see your food prices double and triple. You're going to see your fuel prices double and triple. You're going to see your cost of doing anything double and triple. This is where we are. This is where we are. But the large guy is right. Exceptional stand. Yep, we're screwed and not in the fun way. It's unbelievable. And so the continued nonsense occurs. You know, folks, you got to understand. The, then you got people. You know, I was on Getter Siege. And, and folks, if you're not on Getter, you can find me over there at V the Gorilla. <laughs> and I have to, I, I, I bang my head against the uh, against the desk several times. You, you have the you, your typical mainstream talking heads. You have your Dinesh D'Souza's. You have your yep, your Charlie Kirks and all these other guys, right? They're it's basically oh. like a conservative social media platform, right? It, it, like, exactly. And they're yeah. like, well, they're staking a stand against Putin. This little, if Trump was there, Vladimir Putin wouldn't do it. 
Conservatives think that Putin's scared of Trump. Are, are you kidding me? It would have matter if Trump was there or wasn't there. It would have been done either way. Ukraine would have been taken out because Donald had three and a half years in order to deal with Ukraine. I mean, he didn't do much of anything. He made a phone call that costed him an impeachment, but apart from that, he didn't do much of anything. And here's the thing. The uh, I'm on Getter, and all these people are supporting the Ukrainians. They don't understand what Ukraine is. They don't understand that U- Ukraine is a failed global state. And these idiots don't understand. Yo, if Russia fails, man, if Russia fails, and there's a regime change that occurs in Russia because of it, mm, there's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere humanity's done. If Russia fails and there's a regime change in Russia, Klaus Schwab and all the globalists and all the greenies and all the city of London assholes, they will descend upon Moscow and Russia and they will subvert the entire... It will be globalism will get a second win. It will be globalism 2.0 on steroids. Yep. Yeah, so true. The multipolar world will fall apart. This is why I thank God that China's in the background. They won't let that happen. And I'm thanking God that the people in the West, that the leadership in the West are a bunch of idiots. They're still good on the soft power stuff. And look, look what they're doing. They got a bunch of stupid women and, and beta men in certain Russian cities to have some small protests here and there. And they got a bunch of idiots in the West to go on social media and put Ukraine flags on their social media profiles. But that's about it. Folks, you have to understand, Russia has to win. And you have to understand, just as Russia saved this country's ass and the people of this country back during the Revolutionary War, but while keeping the British at bay, and again during the Civil War, while keeping the British away, and again at the end of World War II, sacrificing their future generations so you don't have to face the full brunt of the Nazis. Eight out of ten German soldiers died at the hands of Russians. And again, Russia steps up to the plate to take out the globalists for you. For you. Let that sink in. Let that sink in. That's why I cheer on Russia. If they lose, there's nowhere to go. They lose, humanity fails. We're getting we're gonna head into a technocratic nightmare the likes of which you've never could even imagine. And that's why we can't let it. Siege. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> there's the I said it before, and I'm not um, being pessimistic about it. I just, I just don't, I don't see this coming to any type of of quick resolution. Uh, v, I think they're doubling and tripling down. Uh, the EU. I'll play this video real quick if you want to bring my screen in. Uh, let me make sure I share it audio. Hang on before you do. Man, whatever her name is, this dumb idiot. Yeah, let me hang on. I'm going to bring it back in because I don't think I hit the. 
the share audio. Let me bring it back in real quick. Do, do, do. Okay, I'm there. All right. So, so here's basically the EU. Hold on, um, you gotta you gotta share the, share the screen with the audio again. Okay, here we go. There we go. Perfect. Here we go. Actively for that country, European Union steps up once more its support for Ukraine and the sanctions against the aggressor aggressor that is Putin's Russia. For the first time ever, the European Union will finance the purchase and delivery of weapons and other equipment to a country that is under attack. This is a watershed moment. HRVP Borrell will present to you the proposal in a few minutes. (laughs) We are strengthening once more our sanctions against the Kremlin and its collaborator, Lukashenko's regime. First, we are shutting down the EU airspace for Russians. We're proposing a prohibition on all Russian... I can can stop it there, V, but pretty much what she's stating is if, in fact, they do deliver and they finance and they attempt to bring in those weapons, that pretty much puts Russia at war with the EU, with uh, with all of the EU. You know, know, this this cycle bitch, right? right? This psycho idiot, right? She is the same idiot, and, and, and uh, Alan uh, Kogapat said it best. This is the chick who handed out brooms to the German army, correct? The German army is so broken, underfunded, they took broomsticks, painted them black, and the German army had to pretend that it was rifles. So is that what they're going to do in Ukraine? This is all virtue signaling. Again, you got to understand, Russia's controlling the airspace. Russia's controlling the land space. They're controlling the full spectrum of what's happening there. So it's, it's pretty interesting. That this idiot saying that, but it shows you how crazy and psychotic these people are, Siege. Yeah, well, and and the other thing that Zelensky did that, you know, to me, he's not negotiating in good faith. No, you know, going going in, if you're if you're going to negotiate with someone in regards to a ceasefire in terms of actual negotiations, right. you you come to the table and and you 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 attempt to do so, but not at the same time. On your other hand, you're trying to broker and and do these deals. Uh, to continue the escalation, hence the uh, weapons that are, are going to be almost guaranteed to them. But then the, also this, and that's requesting immediate entry to join the European Union. And they um, don't even fit the category. If they let, if I mean, think about it, if they let Ukraine into the European Union, they're going to have to apologize to Erdogan and Turkey. If they let Ukraine <laughs> into the U- European Union, they're going to have to apologize to all the other countries that want to be involved in the European Union. This is insanity, Siege. But these people are cycle. Look at their thing. Yeah, we want to negotiate, but uh, you have to do, you have to leave. All Russian troops have to get out of Ukraine, including Crimea and Donetsk and 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 Lugansk. You got to leave it all. And look at this comedian. This comedian knows, okay, that if he does something, the U.S. contractors, basically CIA black ops that are protecting him will kill him and his family. This is a man who's held hostage, Siege. We all know that. If this guy does something, they will kill him, Siege. Yeah, yeah. What is he? Is he like four foot two? Like, I just noticed this in this picture. He's like a foot and a half shorter than everyone. Everyone. He's like a tiny guy. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Distraction there. But yeah, just getting back to it in terms of, of good faith negotiations and 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 Putin understands this. I think Putin completely understands this complete waste of time. This meeting on the border, or wherever the hell they're meeting to, oh, yeah. uh, Belarus to have these conversations and do that. What it's going to yield absolutely 
zero results. Not when you have someone on the other hand is attempting to weapon up and maybe even use this as a, as a delay, right? Maybe he's using this uh, negotiations as just a delay uh, also to weigh on the, the public, right? That, Hey, we attempted to meet, we attempted to broker some type of peace deal, but you know, Russia strong armed us into, to this. And at the main, t- at the same time, they're, they're, they're arming up, they're getting ready for, you know, whatever type of counter, they can't launch a counteroffensive, but uh, you know, the, getting the weapons there and attempting to do that. But this, you know, to me, if this happens and the EU promising this, this, I, I don't, this pretty much puts the EU at war with, with all of Russia. I mean, just, I, I, I don't, I don't think there's any other way of defining it differently. You know, and all of this is going to backfire because what the Russians are going to do? Look, we got contracts with you guys. You want to do this? We're just going to we're just going to cut the gas. The gas. Let's see you move your weapons when you don't have the the fuel to move it. Let's see you do that. And they can't. This is the the stupidity of it, man. Yeah. This is the absolute stupidity for it. See, I want to play this before we close off. This yeah. is this I want to play for our buddy Belage guy. I want to play this. This this is the official anthem of exceptional stand siege. Let me play it real quick. Here we All go. right, all right. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome when we live in our dream. <laughs> Everything is better when we stick together. Party I can agree with. <laughs> Everything is awesome. <laughs> the official anthem of exceptional stand. Blage, I send that out to you, sir. <laughs> That's it. End it all on that. <laughs> oh my god. Soon they're gonna be the the, the European troops are gonna be they're gonna be training like you know the Lego movie that when they shoot guns, they actually make the pew pew sound. Yeah, you're gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna hear the Germans. Okay, you're gonna have the Germans um, are shooting each other. Go pew 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 pew. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I love it. These are these are these are the days of our lives. Oh my god! These are the days of our lives, my man. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is where we are. Uh, folks, we'll keep you up, up to date if there's anything else that, that develops throughout the day. Uh, keep a lock right here at roguenews.com. Roguenews.com. And with that being said, we're over and out. Enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs>